Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the middle of the week episode. A month of the season has passed, so let's take a look at who would the All-Stars be and how are we doing on our over-unders. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented by DraftKings. Thank you very much for tuning in. As I said, a full month of the season has been played. That was half of last year's season. We're halfway through at this point last year. Just kind of Wild. My name's Jimmy. Sit next to me is Jake. We got Trevor in California. We're in tie-dye and producer BBD in the corner. And our most newest and precious patrons are Andrew Abramo and Vinny Albrecht. So thank you very much to you guys for supporting us. We appreciate it. Jake, how you doing? James, Trevor, David, everyone live in the chat. We got a couple first-timers. Hello. I'll make it easier first time. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a rainy Wednesday in the Bronx. Uh, fireworks at the stadium last night. Holy cow. Uh, pretty. It was like camping. It was intense, man. So uh, that was fun. Uh, excited for a couple more nights of it. Got Trev with that one. Let's and go, baby. So... Doing good. First time I've ever cut up a sweatshirt, uh, kind of inspired by Peter Moylan. He sent a picture of a John Boy Media sweatshirt he chopped up, and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I've never done that. Always my hoodies. If My mom used to yell at my sister for cutting the thumbs out of hoodies, so I never cut one up because avoid conflict at all costs. Uh, so kind of liberating. Look like a crazy person every day of my life. You never diced up a hoodie before? No. I'm happy for you. It's a cool feeling. Kinda. Uh, not when you're trying to get to work on time. Took you a little bit? Not sure what you're doing. Well, you've cut arm sleeves off before. Oh, yeah. I've abolished slavery often. Yeah. And I was pretty happy when I I referenced it in my post saying I took the restrictor plates off. And I was just happy with that cross-sport reference. So, Trev? You're on one today, and I'm, I'm kind of feeling it. At first, I wasn't happy with that because, like, sometimes you get a little too much. But right now, you're like, you're, you're perfect. And I do agree. I love wow. cutting up sweatshirts. That's a sign of young guys don't cut up their sweatshirts. But when you get a little bit of showtime in there, you start to, like, you know, personalize it, cut the neck down a little bit. You can get the sleeves. Um, so it's a sign of, you know, seniority a little bit, I guess you could say. So you look great, man. If BBD started doing that, we'd have to talk a little okay. bit. You got to earn, earn that. that. Earn your keep. Yeah, but I love you guys. I'm happy talking baseball with oh, you. And, wow. and the chat. What's up, chat? Wow, in the chat. Love. Thanks for 10 bucks. Love is in I'm the talking air. About. Who sent that? Let me see. I can love you. It was Garrett McNerney. First, First time. time talking baseball live. Love all things John Boy and John Boy Media. So we appreciate that for sure. All right, if you haven't tuned in, if we got a first-time listener, Monday and Friday we recap all the series that was. On Wednesday, we kind of just sit down and we each have a topic that we want to talk about. We kind of fell into some quick hitters here, and I think they may become a first Wednesday of the month, every first Wednesday of the month uh, the season, because I'm going to give out the April All-Stars, National League, American League, Trev, and then at the end of May, I want to see who gets bumped 
for like the April plus May, not just May alone. So it's not month by month. Not, That's what I was. It's wondering. building. Okay. So like at the end so of May, it's April plus May All Star. So someone's gonna get bumped. Okay. And someone might stay. Okay. And we'll just and then by the end. You know, the All-Star game sucks. Maybe I'll go through the whole year, and then at the end it'll be the Talking Baseball All-Stars. Some might stay, some might leave, some are... That's how All-Stars... That's how it should be chosen. End of the year should be the real All-Star team, not middle of the year. Trev, it really doesn't get talked about uh, as much. I used to have a very small platform. Now we kind of have a bigger platform, and I will harp on it as much as I can. The All-Star, being given out halfway through the season, is as dumb as it gets. Yes. Like when you're like, this guy was a five-time All-Star. Well, he had five ha- good three months. That's He could. He could have. Yeah. yeah. He could have been great the rest of the way, or he could have stunk the next three. Yeah. Teixeira was a historically slow starter in April. Probably hurt his All-Star chances a lot of seasons, and he ended up with 40 home runs and great numbers. There's probably a lot of guys out there like that. So, yeah. The all- and, I mean, it's in a popular- popularity vote. The fact that it goes on to baseball reference bugs me. Just to be honest, yeah, it's the least people reference it all the time. Yeah, now. Silver Slugger, Gold Glove, um, uh, Cy Young winner, MVP. Those are the other things that go on like the baseball reference, like accolades, and those all I like. They're end of season awards. The All Star Game is bullshit. Should not be part of that crew. It's just like any other stat. It's like batting average. He's, batting average still has value. You got to appreciate it for what it is. And it's either hot first halves or if someone has fourteen, it's like whoa, shoot, they were a pretty good ball player. You know, if or they so- or they just got got it on name recognition alone towards the end. Yeah, you know, but that's okay. That's you know, they're stars. Yeah, you got to appreciate it for yep. what it is. Like much like batting average, it's like the other numbers will also be good if they were good. So like you don't need to point to that. First. I think we were looking into doing like a stats that exist but don't matter and finding like all the all stars who actually had horrible seasons. There's a couple <laughs> articles out there that are on that. And yeah. There's, yeah, there's a couple bad ones, but I mean it is outliers for the most part. Well, and when every team needs a representative, so right. like Vogelback goes yeah. even though he's not in the top of his position right. at all. It just should not be listed on baseball reference in that section. Or no one should use it as a debate. Like, well, he was a 10-time All-Star. It's like, well. Yeah. They have the All-MLB team, but nobody references that ever. They just started that. So, like, let's push that. Maybe we're going to be an All-MLB pod. Well, I was hoping hoping, uh, that we could kind of do something as a company and a fan base. Since I think fans still do have some input, I think maybe not as much as they did, but I think we get to vote somebody in at the end. I think we should choose as collectively as Jumbo Media and a fan base who we want to put in, and then just run some sort of. Uh, we already like, reached let's, out let's to some. Ourselves in the we already game. reached out to some teams. Trev said that uh, they want to yeah. give us some payola. We'll swing some votes for them on the social medias. Oh, some what? Oh, payola is what. Artists pay music. Smoke from music. Peyote. Payola is what bands pay disc jockeys to get their songs on the radio more. But it it just means to bribe someone. Payola. Payola. Oh, I I love it. It's a real word. Yeah, I've never heard that one. Payola is the practice of bribing someone to use their influence or position to promote a particular product of their interest. So, Payola. Yeah. I mean, you guys remember when every Where single Royal was an all-star. Just Google was... Payola. P-A-Y-O-L-A. Pay with a Y. Add it with an O. What? Like to pay someone. To pay. I yeah. see that now. Yeah, it's a 
Okay, Paola. Cool, bringing it back. Oh, you were going like Paola, like P-A-O-L-A? Yeah. That's tough, Jake. He didn't connect it with the word pay, I guess. Yeah. I never heard the word before. I'm inquiring. I think a lot of the chat's with me. (laughs) I don't think so. All right, so anyway, here's my all-star team. You guys ready? It's brought to you by Blue Chew, which is boner stuff, so tune in. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. This all-star team is sponsored by Blue Chew, guys. It's a hell of a year. Uh, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger. Mm-hmm. What's the rest of that song? Faster. Harder, faster, stronger. Maybe you don't want faster in there. Erections. To combat all forms of ED, it's an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line in the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. You've been dying to try it. Don't lie to yourself. This is discreet, Mm. and you don't even need to swallow pills. You just chew it up. Uh, So if you could benefit from the extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Chew. Free? Oh, I forget. These guys give it out for free. Yeah. I uh, use promo code baseball at checkout and just pay five dollars shipping. That's Blue Chew promo code baseball to receive your first month free. That's crazy. Mm. So many guys right now are like, "Oh, should I actually try it? I've been wanting to try it. I've been needing to try it. They're having a lot of inner monologue. Try it. It's just free. Do it. It's free. What are you waiting for? Just pay the five dollars for shipping or whatever. You get a month of Chew boners. It. Month of boners. God. <laughs> All right. April All-Stars. Yes. There's some names that you're going to be like, that adds up. There's some that you're going to be like, ooh, I didn't know that. Mm. You guys want me to go American League or National League first? Trev? National. National? National League first on this podcast. Okay. Now, I I, I didn't do pitchers because uh, it's so much more convoluted and tricky. Mm-hmm. With so many options, and I ran out of time. Ran out of time. Mostly is because I ran out of time. Your starting first baseman, my starting first baseman, and this was actually a contested position. There's not a lot of contested positions. This was one of them. I am going with Jesus Aguilar. Ooh, mm. multi-award winner. Jesus yeah, he's Aguilar. he's been. Yeah, I mean, and that adds to it. He's gotten three awards here uh, on talking baseball. Freddie Freeman's right there with him. Freddie Freeman is right there with him, but uh, I am going Jesus Aguilar. Max Muncy is also there, but as any listener to this knows, his season is bizarre. Mm -hmm. Like, um, he's got the highest walk rate out of anyone, obviously, but he's also got a high strikeout rate and not a lot of – yeah, it's just weird. So I didn't – technically, he's the most war, Max Muncy. But I'm not in my All Star team. I'm not. I don't want to just see a guy go walk. Okay. And it's really close anyway in the war. So I'm going Jesus Aguilar. He's. Uh, Do you uh, think there's any bias there over Frederick? The reason I didn't go with Freddie. Let me pull it up because I had the number somewhere. Um, the reason I went with there was there was a reason that stood out to me. Okay. I think it was, if I can find the raw numbers, Freddie Freeman has 22 hits, three doubles, seven home runs, 18 RBIs, 19 walks. Uh, Freeman has a 237 batting average and a 372 
on OBP and Aguilar. Dude, I should have wrote this down because I did have a reason for Wait. this. I mean, Freeman's not even close in any of the stats I'm looking at. Why are we? Why are we saying Freeman and? Aguilar is 296 batting average, 394. So I just like the day in, day out, putting the ball in play more. Uh, Freeman has five war and Aguilar has seven war. And Freeman, 0.5. No, 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 just 0.5, 0.7. My bad. I just shortened it. Uh, Freeman has the most home runs out of any first baseman in the National League, Trev. So that's why I think some people. Or besides Reese. Are you on. What's what's the war using? F4 or B war? F. I'm on F4. I got Jesus at 0.8, and I got Freeman at 0.2. We're a couple days into May. Yeah, you probably he, you probably have stats. May in there. Freeman's been hitting. Oh, you don't. This is uh, April. I don't. This is I April. have all. Yeah, I have all. Yeah. This is April. Or, you have four days. I mean, Stan would be on here in the AL mm. somewhere if we could do May, but it's just April. I'm going Aguilar. I think Dodgers fans will be mad at me, but Max Muncy, you know. He doesn't have the pizzazz right now. Sorry. And Aguilar has a ton of pizzazz. I like it. He's going to have more cameras on him. We like him. So that was a contested one. All right. Um, then some get easy here. Second base. Oh, this is also, I'm going Jazz Chisholm. Uh, he, he He leads, right? You need a rookie at the All-Star game to get everyone's eyes on you. And he does, um, he's hurt right now, which hurts him. But he has the most uh, F war and his numbers are really good. So I went Jazz Chisholm. Jazz. Jesus and Jazz. McMahon's the other option there, but Jesus and Jazz is awesome. So Jesus and Jazz is cool. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'd have to look at the games played by position because you're right. McMahon, I know he's been splitting time at second and third. Yeah, and that was tough with a couple homers, guys too. And he might be your Rockies guy, so that could also get in oh, Jazz's that could way swing a bit. it. That would swing it a lot. Uh, the other guy, and you know, I'm an NLS guy, and Jake Snakes, uh, Trev's Eduardo Escobar. I know, I, I think he's been bouncing, he usually bounces between second and third, but he's off to a really nice start to the year. But there's probably going to be five, six Diamondbacks at the game. So, you know, if that's not the spot, that's my not the, the spot. other thing that I thought when I chose Jazz guys was that, um, you know, in F war, he's he's leading, but barely, but in offensive war, he's double second place, he's double. Um, Escobar, he's almost triple McMahon. Pretty wild. So I liked that about him. Yeah. All right. That's nice. Two Marlins. I like, I like the first two. Now here's a split guy. Split guy. For third base, I'm bringing Ooh, Chris base. Bryant. Trade target. Ooh, now he's been okay. like splitting outfield and third base, but I didn't want to count his numbers towards outfield, which he does – rate as like the top out there because there's just so many more outfielders that you take a spot away. Mm. Whereas at third base, no one is really running away from it in the National League. Um he 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 tops all the list, but I do get he splits his time there. Um he's not negative defensive war at third base. What who'd you see? I think the the only one who gives him a fight and he's a friend. I mean Justin Turner is lighting yeah. it up. Sneaky, always just so yep. sneaky. Ah, good. Look at his stats. What a sicko. Yeah, but Brian Brian he? has him beat in in almost yeah, everything. It's true. Brian's been and Brian's Br- been nasty this and year. Brian's played more games at third than anywhere else. So I thought so. about going Turner at third right. and pump, bumping Bryant to the outfield. But there's way too many outfielders that get outfield. got there. Okay. So, but I'm good Tur- with it. Turner I is like close, it. but he's just a notch below like almost everything. Yeah. So I have Chris Bryant is uh, your April National League. Wow. 
I'd like to point out something um, just real quick to BBD. No Phillies have been named to the All-Star team just yet. No Phillies infielders. Yeah, we're filling up the reserves. Mm. Alec Baum? Mm. Although I really want Alec Baum to be good because I've been investing in some of his rookie baseball cards. Scott, so, come on, White the Savant Comes page. from a good place. Then. A lot of hard contact. Yeah. Hitting some bad luck like this that. year. Um, Shortstop for the National League is incredibly easy. It's Trey Turner. He's so freaking good. There was a whole thing where it's like so many people are saying Trey Turner's underrated that he's actually overrated. Like, no, dude. <laughs> so many shortstops get talked about before that guy, and he constantly bangs heads with the best of them. Like speed, power, average, defense, it's all there, man. He's awesome. I feel like the Nationals don't get talked about that Ooh. much. And I don't know if it's because I'm on the West Coast. I don't know what it is about them, you know, because it's like a fake city they live in. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think they just, I just, they had the weirdest cycle ever, man. They were they a, have superstars on their team. They were a superstar. They were a bad team. They got hot. They won the World Series. The world ended. Their team got screwed after the world ended. And now we're here, and they're in the NLE slog, and everyone gets excited about the Mets, and everyone, the Braves have been so good for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. We got the starting right side from the Florida Fish. BBD's Phillies get the whole reserve infield. <laughs> Nats don't get enough love. I got Cardinals fans in the chat right now saying, like, Edmund Tommy got Edmund. jumped. He doesn't even have all-star numbers by himself, yet alone being compared to position mates. Mm. He's got a 774 OPS and a 118 OPS plus. Good numbers. Yeah. I think he's a war guy. Is he getting defensive war No, points? not F-war. Not F-war. So I don't know what Cardinals fans are Sorry, doing Cards. over there. They're just Their broadcast is blowing him up. He's, he's leading the league in hits. That's good. But, yeah, but, I mean, none of the numbers are all-star numbers. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening He's there. He's a guy you'd like to have on He's, your team. Jim, Jim, he's got – and B-War has got 1.6 B-War. B-War. Yeah, I don't know what, yeah, what Fangrass is doing. Maybe, he has, maybe he's not qualifying. No. I don't see him on my he's list He's sixth. Either. He's got half a war. 0. 0.5. We need to land on a war. Yeah. yeah I, come I on, Geeks. Figure it out. That's a big jump. 1.6 right now will be leading, I think, most F-War – People. Yeah, it's, well, uh, yeah, but I think it's, they're they're weighted different. I have no idea. Trev's a little biased. I mean, Edmund's a Stanford guy, oh. so they're alum alumni. Yeah, you know, I almost <laughs> signed. Okay, so your infield I should, I should shove it. is Jesus and Jazz on the right side, Chris Bryant and Trey Turner on the left side. Ooh, well, catcher's funk. part of infield. Ooh, dude, I there. didn't even do catcher. It's one. Guy. Oh, let's look. I'll look right now. Can I name the catcher? Sure. It's probably the best catcher in the league. I'm starting to really. This sounds dumb, but I really like Real Muto. I like why, his batting why, stance. Yeah. I like, no, just like the little things. Yeah. Like I really like his batting stance. I like Carson Kelly's got him. He's actually, yeah, D-backs, snakes. Carson Kelly's got, got ten Muto. offensive WAR. <laughs> One point That's pretty good for for thirty games. Nine point nine. Nine And I rounded up to ten. Is that illegal? WAR. Offensive WAR. I that's not I don't think that's how that that's like said. And, um, yeah. What are you looking at? War, offensive, defensive. Yeah, I don't know. That's like not 
I never understood that either, Jim. Maybe the chat can help us out in that because there's huge numbers sometimes. That, it, really that small is numbers what the sometimes. number says, but then the total war number is 1.4. Because they calculate offense and defense. They're not like even. Yeah, but I I want to use it. I uh, wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't touch those numbers. He's doing something good. I didn't even do great. catchers again. I just straight up forgot. <laughs> Weren't it? Wasn't feeling it. We'll give it to Real Carson Mudo. Kelly, no. Snake. I think it is Carson Kelly for now, but that's that's a position to watch as we flip to June. Mm. Okay. Uh, outfielders in the National League were also easy. We Acuna, Harper, Winker. Mm. Those were my three. Okay. Who was uh, Harper, who was contesting? Winker. Yeah, Winker. Dude, I mean, Acuna and Harper were, like, very easy. No one was really contesting with those two. Um, Bryant. Was up there, but I moved right. him to third base. Right, and then it's you know it's Winker, and then Castellanos. Uh, right, you're flipping the Reds' coin there, huh? Y- yeah, it's uh, Grisham's been good, but it was kind of I, I didn't really go that deep because it was those guys were really above everyone else. There was a. Uh... I don't know if this was in spring training or if this was. They all have one dot OPSs. They all have slugging. That's point six. No, no, sorry, Trev, but I'm just. I was. I didn't want to. What were you saying? (laughs) Uh, There was one game. This is. I'm gonna name drop. Sorry, I just wanted to get this in. I don't know if it was in spring training, regular season game, but uh, Winker was going off. He's a young guy at the time, rookie. And I, I asked Votto about him. I said, "Hey, man, like, you, have you been working with this guy? He seems like he's legit. Like, this guy's gonna be a, like, a guy in the league, huh?" And he goes, "You know, I think we got to pump the brakes on that a little bit. We haven't seen enough of him. I can't say that about him until I get some more bats." And I said, "Okay, that's a really good answer. You would know mm-hmm. better than me. Here he is, Jesse Winker, becoming a guy guy." Yeah, that's where I mean I like I like going him over Castellanos just because we've been trying to hype up the Jesse Winker trade because he's been low key really good. Castellanos has an argument, a guy that might be a slightly deep cut. Um, and you know we talked a little bit of position stuff. Uh, Trent Grisham, uh, last year's Gold Glove yeah. winner. He's he's got. 306, 379, 873 OPS. This is counting some May stats, so maybe he'll be a May guy. But he also plays really good defense, so you could start to spin that. But, yeah, how about those guys? Hey, do me a favor and go ahead and just go on Jesse Winker's baseball reference. Career. 876 OPS. It's a recurring thing of the episode. We're almost on Jesse Winker watch. That's damn near elite, bro. Yeah. Show me your winky. Okay. Dude, the way I Jess? the way I did The way I did this is I had some eliminators, right? So if you didn't have twenty hits or over, I didn't even put you on my board. That was my easiest way to cause some people didn't have a lot of games played, but they had the hits in those short amount of games. So I didn't want to limit it by like games that. played. I didn't want to limit it by plate appearance. So I just limited it by hits. Um and uh, for Carson Kelly, maybe I did 21. Like, he he got eliminated from my whole thing, and he's leading catchers. That's how bad the catcher position kind of can be. Yeah. Have a good week. You can be strange, an all-star catcher. Strange position. Yeah. All right, so there you go. There's your April all-stars. Jesus Aguilar, Jess Chisholm, Chris Bryant, Trey Turner, Acuna, Harper, Winker, Carson Kelly. Congrats, fellas. We'll see who gets bumped. I'm going to expect 
five of those there guys wasn't to get one dodger on that well i, I kind of job max muncie just for boring factor turner turner was border was on the border turner was borderline i think turner so you know what we'll do i'll go winker versus turner because you can just move Bryant. Oh. You can move Bryant to the Flex. outfield. But then you got two Turners on the National League starting nine, and ooh, right side, the right side of the or left oh, side. Of the it I would be like left side infield side Turner, Turner and Turner. Yeah, we kind of like have that. to do that. Sounds like a sitcom. Uh, okay, Turner has him beat in no, no. Wait, one dot zero four nine versus one dot. Uh, Winker's got to beat an OPS. Winker's got him beating slugging. Winker's got him beating average. Winker's got him beat in OBP. Easier position. Winker. So, Turner isn't. So, I don't know. It's tough. Debate in the comments. Debate in the comments. Tweet, reply. Okay. Are you ready for the American League April All-Stars? Your starting first baseman is Vladito. Ooh. Love that. He had a 1.153 OPS, 350 batting average, 490 on base, popped mm. seven homers, 20 RBIs. Um, he was uh, a standout at his position. Awesome. Yeah. Happy for him. It looks beautiful, man. Casual sitting at, oh, yeah. sitting at 340 average right now, 479 OBP, and we mentioned this. Either last up or the up before. Twenty-two walks, twenty strikeouts. So he's uh he's starting to enter some rare air and he's still stupid young. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really impressive right there. K percentage down, walk percentage up. You, that's something that you love to see with young. Know who's young sniffing like his butt? Yuli? Me. Oh. Oh, uh no. Uh, Matt Olson. Matt Olson coming into the picture, my guy, hot boy summer. He might again. I'm in the May stats. Yeah, I think he had. He's, a, he's had a. You're in the May. He's, he's had a decent. His his OPS up to nine thirty six. Picks it at first base. Hot. Black he's eye. Hot. Nice. He guy. had a he had a three for five game with a double and a home run, two RBIs in May. So something Olson. to watch for May. So. Just keep your May stuff out of my April All Star game. Well, in May. I tried to put April in my rear view, and now I'm back in it. Yep. Yep. It's like I got lost. Second base. Second base. Your American League second base all-star is, I mean, you guys might want to do drum roll for this. I know who it is. Nick Solak. Mm-hmm. My favorite team in the show, the Rangers. Nick Solak has seven home runs. Next most is five by Simeon. Um, man, he's got 293 average, 375 OBP. It's not the deepest of positions, but he's the top of it right now. I was just going to say, second base is the weirdest position in the show right now. It used to kind of be a position of strength, and we had Altuve, we had Cano, we had Pedroia, we had Dozier, we had... Who else was there? There was a lot of guys. Now it's kind of like used as a position where you can you can throw a, a below average defender there with the shifts they're doing now. You can just throw people over there. That was not the case before. You used to have to be able to turn the double play, pick it, and that was your main priority. Now 
the way teams are shifting, you can kind of put anyone over there. Look at Moose just mm. never played second base in his life and just went over to second base. Man, it is really open, huh? Yeah. I mean, congrats to Solak, April All-Star. Most home runs and highest batting average, which is kind of two different things that are, are nice to look at. Um, but, yeah, I did not expect him to come up. Shout out Jed Lowry. Like just yeah, Disco Jed is hanging around. The guy. Madrigal. Again, I don't know how you sorted it or where he was at at the time. He's he's hitting 318 now. He could be a sneaky guy if he gets a little more hot. Only 316 in May. Okay, so. Um, he just has no anything else. Right, like he'd have to get that bat. He'd have to get that at batting average in like not rare air, but you'd have to be like, whoa, Nick Madrigal's hitting three forty. Um, yeah, I think he'd need to be up in the three forties. Wild man, I mean, Whit Merrifield because uh, his OPS is seven ninety, which is good, but not all. We're talking all stars, right? But for these second basemen right now, it's I mean, it's probably top three, right? Um, uh, I don't think so. No, for the April stats, Ty France like a tick behind Solak. I don't know if mm. he, if he Olson Olson nine forty, um, Solak nine ten. Like he's pretty below. Olson, yeah, for second base. Who who were we just talking about? Nick Solak, Madrigal, Jed Lowry, <laughs> the second baseman. Um, I'm so lost. He's pretty below in OPS. Okay. Like, not top five. Okay. From April. Yes. Um, Whit Merrifield. Yeah, some of these contact slappers are going to be interesting. Madrigal, Arias uh, starting to get in the mix. But, yeah, where's – Arias has no OPS either. B. Lau hasn't done it yet. Uh, D. Fletch supposed to be a contact guy. He's not doing Altuve's in a bad place. So yeah, go go second baseman, go sneak Fl- yourself an all star. Fletch has uh, twenty eight hits and a five sixty five OPS. He's struggling. Two sixty four batting average, but that's what happens when you're a contact guy. Your batting average can't get below like three twenty <laughs> for like Madrigal, Sola, uh, Madrigal, Fletcher, and Arise. Arise. If their batting average dips below like three twenty, which is crazy high, yeah, they don't bring much else to the table. Or if you can get on base, I mean, Arise. He Trev just mentioned he got hurt, but a three ninety eight on base percentage that that speaks. Yeah, good for Sola. I, I like I like when guys feel like I don't really know. Show up like this. I like that. He's a young guy establishing himself still. He's 26. Had some time in 2019. Obviously played in 2020 as well. Kind of struggled last year, but good for him. France had a pretty good April. He was the second besides Solak in April. Second base could be fun, huh? Yeah, it's open. Love it. And, like, it's kind of an easy position to be an all-star at right now. All right. Where am I? Where am I? Shortstop. Third base or shortstop. Oh. Um, third base is the most contested one here. It is between Jose Ramirez or Rafael Devers. And it all depends on what you like and what you don't like. And I'm going with Devers because the defense, according to the metrics, which I only half believe in, aren't that different. Like, uh, Devers right now is net neutral defensively. And um, Jose Ramirez is, like, a positive, but not an incredible positive. But Devers just has him beat in hits, 
They have the same home runs. Devers has more RBIs. Devers has more doubles. Devers has a higher batting average, higher on base percentage, higher slugging, higher OPS. So I'm going Devers at third base. He's my third base all-star. Can I make one point on that, though? I think uh, we got to look at the the BABIP here. Ramirez Mm. is just not... He's gonna he's gonna come up. He's that two thirty three batting average balls in play. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Trev, you like don't become an all star because of expected results at all, ever. You become an all star well, because of results. April, you're, you're given the April all star. I'm just saying, at the end of the year, I'm thinking that J Ram might be catching those stats. That's a good point, but he's not winning the April. We'll check in in May. I think sure. we can give it he, to Devers for now. Yeah, I'm giving it to Devers. He's, he's outperforming him, and his defense isn't hurting him enough. Whereas at the shortstop, Bogart's defense is hurting him enough that Correa gets it over him. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Suck it, Astros fans. Whoa. Trevor. I mean, Quentin, Quentin Hebner, we like you, but Jimmy, just uh, throwing, the, throwing the Astros in there. I love mm. it. And he should. He's good. Bogart's has better offensive stats, but according to the metrics, his defense is like a problem right now. And has been. And has been. And Correa's defense is plus. So, Correa is your starting shortstop. Okay. I like I like watching Carlos Correa play baseball. I know I know all the stuff off the field, whatever. But when you watch the guy play baseball, it's does fun. Bo have an argument? No, not okay. in April. Remember, he was a slump watching and flame and slump yeah, his, watching flame. His OPS for April. I've got the April sets now, so I can play your game. Uh, his OPS is not very good. close to Correa's. So I was wondering if defensively yeah. he was on. Uh, it, if he was on a plane on above Correa, he, he'd have his own argument as well. I lost internet. Okay. Um, so I Do you guys know who's at the top of the AL in shortstop defensive fucking war? No. Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres. I, is this a media bias thing? that I just hear negative things out of New York, but when I'm on the Fangrass page, he's leading. He's over J.P. Crawford and... Kind of so I don't know all the defensive metrics, but is is that is like it's UZR that takes into like range, and does does F defensive or not take Because if range isn't a factor, then yeah, sure, Glaber might be good. But if you're taking in like you know range, I'm I'm assuming it takes into consideration everything because it's an all encompassing stat, right? Defensive stats, as much as people want to get hot to trot about whichever ones they like, there's still some flaws. Glaber has been better. Yeah, he's it been, was like a rough he's two been weeks. Solid at shortstop since the first two okay. weeks of the season. Yep. Mm-hmm. The last. Okay. Three four weeks have been much better than the first two three. Yeah, whatever. Right, let's hear about. Right. I never hear about that. I like when I like to hear the positive things. Liber. too. making the routine plays. All right, all you can ask. Outfield okay. for the AL: Mike Trout. Yep. Byron Buxton. Uh-huh. Those are the easiest of easiest of easiest. They're probably if you had to rank like the All Stars, they're the top two. And then uh, Cedric Mullins the second mm. is an April All Star. 337 batting average, 932 OPS, um, but but everything else plays, which is kind of a shock. And and, and I did do two DHs because J.D. Martinez is probably the best there, mm. but then uh, Otani just has to be at the All-Star game. So We talked about that uh, C. Rose. And I know. I, I was just going to um, say that Chris Rose's conversation kind of – 
opened my eyes a little bit because he was telling Trev and Jake, uh, interested to hear your thoughts. Like, you almost have to force Shohei Otani to do the home run derby. Yeah, you I mean, almost have to force him. To. That's that's where I was I was going to mention this when we were talking about the All Star game initially, and uh, it's the, actually the other side of the scale when you mentioned Vogelback. Yes, kind of sucks. You're taking away somebody else's juice, but Dan Vogelback went to the All Star game. He was the best player for the Mariners, uh, a lowly Mariners team that year, and he goes, and that's that is cool in its own way. Sure, it sucks for someone, but. They're the rules we set up On the other side This whole thing is supposed to be an exhibition And fun And yeah I mean Shohei However you can get him in front of the people Do it I mean I I think the the angels would say Hey that sounds delightful But no effing way I agree And yeah. I, just to clarify I want Every team to have a representative player At the all-star game I want it to be more Stars like you're saying Than the best players I just don't want it to be brought up in Accolades and right. Compared to all the other awards I, When we start comparing two just, players I, It is a spectacle and exhibition And every team should have it because then you get every fan base Tuned in and mm-hmm. all that stuff It just like It should be known I think the I don't think it's thought of that way as a star exhibition. I think it's thought of like, these are the best players of the season. I think it's, I, I love my batting average comp, man. I think, you know, batting average 30 years ago, that was the measuring stick. I think all-star games were the measuring stick 30 years ago. It still has value, but yeah, it probably should come after some if other I, things. And do it at the end of the year anyways. Have a yes. fucking all- If I had an all-star God. game, I would freaking tell everybody. Have an all-star game. Five games set, AL and NL. Every team that doesn't make the World Series, <laughs> give them money. Jesse, yeah, a lot of Jesse money. O'Daniel in the chat says, "I swear, Jimmy came up with this this morning. Forgot pitchers and catchers. I don't know how he figured that out. I think it was said <laughs> at the start. Is it because we told him that? Yeah. Good swearing though. Um, uh, ju- someone says Judge got job. Judge's defense has been bad because the first three weeks of the season he didn't move. Yeah, he just didn't run for two weeks. Mm, He's better fear. now, but he just was letting balls drop and not moving. So he that hurt him a little bit. Um, He's like instructed not to try during April. Yeah, and then uh, for catcher it's Salvi Perez. Let's go. And he kind of ran away with that as well. Let's go. Love Salvi. Jesus. Would you guys... Home run derby and dunk contest are pretty similar. You know, we're talking big strength, fun. And the way the NBA has been doing it, they bring not the best players necessarily, but the best dunkers. In the home run derby, would you rather have just the guys that could hit the shit out of the ball, or do you want like the big names in there too? Guys that can hit the shit of the ball, I think it's a way to build stars the same way that they do, like, rookies usually in the dunk contest. You know, and, like, let's... That's that's only because guys don't want to... Same thing. Judge said he'll never do it again because he did it and won it. He's like, I'm out. I don't care anymore. And I think that's fair. Bring up the young boppers. Put... Vlad's got to do it again. You guys that want to be there, man. Well, now it's a million-dollar purse, which is cool. That's what I was saying, yeah. The million-dollar purse changes everything. Because you get you're gonna get guys that are like fuck. I'm making half of that. You, this you year. do the young bloods, but also you know keep an open ear. If Bryce Harper says, "Yeah, I'm down," you know, do it. 
do it. So uh, you yeah, just got to keep do, that open. You do the poke around the big names. But no, it, if it was the best names, if it was Acuna, Harper, you do Pete Trout, Alonzo every year. Alonzo. He loves it. Has Trout ever done it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe and a, my internet's not working. So. Gosh, I would Younger love to Trout. see Mike Trout in there. Oh. Actually, don't. I don't want to see. I just. He's so good. I just want to see him play regular I mean, baseball. 38-year-old so. thick boy DH Mike Trout in the home run derby. Put Nelson Cruz in there. He's already thick. How much more thick can Mike Trout get? Mm. He's thick. Do Battle of the Ages. If you get the right people that are into it, that's a lot of fun. I like I like rookies versus vets. That sounds fun. Like young guns, like just full of Energy, vim, and vigor. Is that what they call yeah. it? Mm. Yeah, that's how you make memories, man. That's my that's my, that that's my baseball reference game. You do Nelson Cruz versus Vladimir Vladito. And then in, be a lot and then in 15 years, you do Vladito versus Big Baby David Jr., who's in the league. And it's like, whoa, this is badass. It's also wild because Pete Alonso... What was his salary? Five hundred grand at the time, and he made a million dollars. So it is a competition now. It is because I was saying I was gonna say like have make it so a teammate has to pitch to them, just so you have more faces mm. on the field. Then I was like, but wait, there is a pretty big yeah. purse here. I think yeah. they're gonna want <laughs> start a pitcher of choice. <laughs> hey, Shohei is not making that much money. Like a million dollars to him is that's a lot of money still. Can Shohei pitch to himself? His twin brother been in hiding. My eight. Imagine if he's a twin. Imagine if it's the man in the iron mask, and we don't know. It's the biggest scandal ever pulled. Shohei, the one he pitches, it's actually a different guy. He lobs it high enough. He runs into the dugout to change to a pitcher's glove, and his brother runs out and goes on the mound. What's that movie like? The Prestige or something? The Prestige, yeah. They do that. Yeah. Love that freaking. Rohei Otani. Shohei should like draw a mole on his face when he's pitching just to start the conspiracy theories and then wipe it off for when he hits. Who's who's his agent? That's how you build a storyline. Yeah. I told you I was just trying to tell you guys my I, my agent is his agent. My agent threw Ryan Braun's uh home run Tell him about my him. fake mole idea then. I will. That's you know really how much funny. press that's going to get. My agent has the best Was BP. that Ollie? The best BP. No, Ollie's not good. Okay, TV. I was gonna say Nezbolello, shout Nez. out. Yeah. Nez. Okay. Congrats um, to all the all stars. Now let's uh make Trevor do something fun. Trev, in the National League, choose one guy that you don't think will be still on this list Ooh. come come <laughs> come June. Anti player Trev. <laughs> on the, for the National yeah, League. Yeah, one guy you think no way he's still gonna be an all star. Wish I had them all in front of me right now. Um, uh, Aguilar, Chisholm, Bryant, Turner, Acuna, Harper, Winker, Kelly. I think is Jazz hurt. Jazz been hurt. So that's a cop out for you. Cop out. I would say that Kelly will probably be re- replaced Shut by Real up. Muto. Sorry, I mean, I, if you ever got around JT, you'd love him too, Jake. The guy's a specimen. Said I liked him. I think I think the nat- my National League team has more guys that I think will be replaced than my American League team. I could see Jesus getting replaced. I could see. And is that offensive? We call, we're calling him Jesus. I just think it's funny. Hey, I hey think Zeus, you can you only call him Jesus when you when you refer to the two of them together. 
Yeah, because okay, you get yeah. the other. I, don't, I'm, I honestly mean no offense, okay? Yeah. Jazz and uh, Jesus. Jesus, I think, could be replaced. I think there's a lot of good first basemen in the NL. Obviously, um, you know, it's a long season, so that could Jazz happen. Jazz and I think, Jesus is hilarious because Kelly. it could be someone's like, this is what saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like a book. Yeah. I love Jazz <laughs> and Fucking, Jesus. It's a hey, bang-up hey, Sunday. Hey, maybe man. we can make a shirt because... We just got some good news. Oh, they of. would say no to that. Um, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> For sure. What were you saying, though, Trev? I just think that both um, Jesus and uh, what's the other guy? Carson Kelly. There's just other guys that have done it for longer and have track records, better track records, that will probably supplant them. Okay. Jake, what, who, name, pick a guy from the American League that you don't think has staying power. Cedric Mullins? Cedric stands out. I think he's already been passed tough. in yeah. the first four days of May. Um, Orioles need somebody. That's tough. Yeah, but if you're also yeah. doing this starters, also isn't that it's not the game we're playing. this is our game, our rules. Um, you know, tri- Trev was screaming about Babip and Jose Ramirez. I can't get it out of my head. Uh, probably that second base shakeup too. Um, yeah, I think Solak. He's always been a hitter, but I think his defense at second base is also atrocious. DJ LeMay uh, might have taken past him in May already. DJ's starting to go. Couple, watch those pesky guys. All right. Well, we'll do this again. The other thing that we want to do the second half of this show, and is we're going to take a look at our over unders. From the TPPs we did before the season and see if we're getting dicey. See if uh, anyone's like, you know, like, oh, shit, we feel bad about it. Mm. Uh, we have them in front of us. I can kind of walk down a little bit um, and just a quick read from everyone like, uh-oh, or you're going to stay strong. Like, no, I'm sticking with my my thing. Um, BBD, do you know the formula to see the projected at all? Um, I didn't. I couldn't think of a quick thing because every team's played a different number of games. Yeah, you need a total number of games. Okay. The per one sixty two. Trevor's leaving. He's got to do the Rose pregame show. He's out. Yeah. Okay, Trev's out. So we'll just make fun of all of his picks. Bang. Easy. Jake. The Pirates were fifty six and a half game. Was their over under? Easy money. You took the over. I took the under. Trev took the over. They're at 13. They would really need to fall apart. They're kind of... If they have one more okay month, they're fine. You know what's like easy math? That's not legit at all, but I'm going to do, do it. Like times six yeah. or something? Yeah. No, yeah. dude, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you. Gets them to 78. <laughs> They've been playing around 500 base. I'll do times 5.5. <laughs> When did it? We should do like, is it times the win percentage? And no, we just we don't have that in front of us. I know, but I'm saying oh, you when would we just, do this right in the future, you would just divide it by games played times one six two. Yeah, win percentage. We got it. We just don't have that. So, Rangers they won fourteen games. You and I both took the under. It was sixty seven. How do you feel about that? I'm still okay with it. I mean, it feels like the West is still kicking into gear like we talked about with the Yankees a lot on our Talking Yanks stuff. I mean, the Astros had a whole COVID week that they just tanked. Um, A's are getting it going. Uh, Mariners have been hot. That whole division, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm 
I'm interested to see good for Texas. They're playing solid baseball. All-star Nick Solak. Someone in the chat said that Fangraphs has projected win over season, but my internet's out. I don't know if you guys have that. Internet's also out, and that's probably still, like, ex- like that's not playing off the numbers. You don't think so? Like, they're probably doing... Like, they wouldn't have the Pirates being a 78-win team. They'd have the Pirates being a a 61-win team, which is informative to a degree. It's above whatever they had right, a month ago. because they've had a good month. Okay. Um, Tigers, they've won eight games. We all, uh, Trev took the over on them. We took the under? We took the under. Oh, I you, thought I took the over. Me and Trev took the under. You took the over. Okay. They're looking like historically the worst team yeah. in the history of baseball. That's the, on, that's the only one I would change. Out of all 30? Yeah. It's so early, dude. Hmm. You took the under on the Orioles. They've won 14. Uh, and the over-under was 65. Feeling yep. good about that? Fine with it. Rockies over. Fine They're at thir- 11. Let's see, where are some of the big ones? What about the Dodgers? Dodgers 101, and they're going through a slide right now. We all took the over. Yeah. I gave my big speech about good teams, win a bunch of games, the odds makers haven't kept up with that, blah, blah, blah. We'll see. I mean, that's, you know, one of the sneaky stories around baseball that everyone, like, sends a little tweet off of, like, the Dodgers have been losing a lot of games. No, man. Like, I, I still believe we could... Two Wednesdays from now, and we're like, wow, Dodgers have won. They're 12 and 1 in their last 13. They get a nice, like, homestand. They could be like 10 and 1 in that homestand yeah. easily. Well, the Yankees, you wavering at all here? We all took the over. It was 95 and a half. They're a game over 500 right now, 15 and 14 on the season. You still think they're going to get there? They'd have to have a real good month to make up for April. Yeah, and I expect them to. I mean, they're on. They're currently having a good month. I mean, today could put them on track for a really good month with with Cole doing the Thursday game. So yeah, no man, I'm, uh, I'm pretty genuine in my stance after seeing the Tigers and what that product looks like. I thought it was going to be young and fun, and AJ Hinch is there, and you know we're having tryouts for these young pitchers. They look a, a different kind of bad. Yeah, they do. And, and they don't care. And the thing with the Rangers is that I think they're still going to trade a lot of their good players, so they're, mm. like, currently doing all right. Gibby. Um, like my tweet today. The other the other teams that were, like, high up there, uh, we all took the under on the Mets, and they were at 90. Okay with that. That yeah. division's going to be a mess. That division's just beating itself up so much. The Braves, we all took the over, and they're also a team that's struggling 92? a lot. What were they at? 91 and a half. Okay, yeah, I mean, could be up in jeopardy. That team, we haven't seen them click yet. So, I don't know. I don't know. What about the athletics? You took the under on 87.5. I took the over. They're looking like a a force a little bit. They look solid, but they also, they played completely under their skis for a week, and then they've played completely over their skis since. Um like you've kind of been on, interested to see that next Astro series. But, yeah, I mean, 87 games. They're 20% of the way to the over-under after one-sixth of the season or whatever. Watch out. That's a lot of math. Math pot, people. I would say they're projected to be well over that right now. 
Uh, and then the Astros as well, we took the over. Does this make sense? We took a lot of overs. A lot of overs. We like teams. I took the under on the Cubs. You took the over on the Cubs. There's a 79 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, again, I mean, I know the Cubs have been floundering and we almost want them to trade away, guys, because that would be better for baseball this year. But We said that during the TPP and we were kind of like – Felt like we were being reckless, but now it seems more likely than it did then. What we've gone from, and I think we just phrased it with the Dodgers, we went, we're now out of one series can change your season. Like the first month, it was if you end up with a sweep and you win three games, your outlook just changed. We're now in homestand season. You have a good homestand or a good road trip, we could call them either. That changes your outlook for the season. And the Cubs are still there. I mean, you know, I think Baez is starting to hit. Um, Bryant's been nuts this year. I, I, I don't know if I believe in the Cubs. I think they're going to trade. And I still think that's a little bit of us being hopeful because it would be, be fun. a lot more fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we can check in again on this later when we have like the projections to go against, mm. and maybe we do like a mid-season. Like, do you want to hedge? Do you want to like? Yeah. I mean, what's the? Um, I, I guess. The, the tighter way to do this To not do all 30 teams Is the teams that have Jumped out like the Brewers I think we were all on Brewers over we I were feel all like we were the Drinking over. the Kool-Aid So that's all a good the over. one It's low It's 82 What I do in the future Is I I do the math What they're Like at What they're on See the biggest gaps And see Yeah the biggest gaps Compared to we'll get Who's closest Who's not Yeah some math But I think it's It's a good monthly check in On the all-stars And then the over-unders as well uh, Trev's gone and and we got to do John Boy and Jake radio soon, which starts at noon for anyone watching live on YouTube right now and wants to switch over. Uh, we had some other stuff we we're going to talk about. Amir Garrett gets seven games. Trev was a little surprised at first, throw him under the bus. Kind of makes sense when you do repeat offender and reliever. Yeah, relievers always get different. Like Cassiano's got two games. That means he's going to miss two. That means he's going to miss eighteen innings. Yeah, two starts. And Amir Garrett got seven games means he's going to miss two innings. Yeah. So that's kind of like relievers always get higher games. Like, yeah. Relievers sometimes miss six days anyways. Yeah. So So, I'm not surprised by it. It'll get appealed and got to go down to five. Down to five. Misses five. Baseball. Baseball. That's today's show. Go uh, check out Trev with Chris Rose. They do a Hot. daily Instagram live, and then it goes to the John Boy Media YouTube channel. Right now. What's that? John Boy Media Baseball. John channel. Boy Media Baseball uh, YouTube channel. Uh, and they do a daily conversation. It's real quick. It's like the five topics of today in baseball. It's really good. I, I actually enjoy tuning in because sometimes they talk about shit that I'm, I'm not tuned into. Good note. Chris Rose, like, preps, like someone who did TV. Yeah. Or- 20 years. He's a, what they call, professional. Show. Unlike me, who I made my all-star team this morning. Come on. And that guy figured it out in the chat after I told him. Well, that guy's a genius. Gotcha. Goodbye. Goodbye.